Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Now and Then. It's your host, Isaiah. How's it going? Happy New Year. Um, hopefully you had a good one. Um, let's see. Tell me your resolutions if you get the chance. Um, let's see, for me, I'm going to start off with that. Um, drink more water. Um, <laughs> and mainly this fear comes from, I have a deathly fear of getting a kidney stone. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I'm definitely afraid of getting a kidney stone or multiple. So, uh, you know, I've been asking people like in, in, in everything, looking it up, like what's the best thing to do? And definitely everyone keeps saying water, 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 drink a lot of water, water with lemon, as much water as you can. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm on it. Um, so that's my big one. Um, Let's see, as far as uh, the week went, as far as New Year's went, it was good. Um, I didn't do too much. I've been on a on break on the holiday, um, which has been pretty cool. Um, just hanging out, um, drinking smoothies. Um, let's see, let's see. I cooked some salmon for breakfast. I had salmon and waffles. That was pretty cool. Um, New Year's Eve, though, I did have a nice little snack meal. Um, the host, they made, um, cabbage rolls. Yeah. Cabbage rolls, dude. They were insane. Um, there was like two kinds of meat. I know there was a kielbasa involved. Um, and it was all like wrapped in this cabbage that was cooked for like, I think multiple days. Like, oh my gosh, it was insane. Oh, um, and then it was also a nice like side of mashed potatoes too. So I was, I was in it. I was in it. Um, so good start of my year. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good start as well. Um, I'm going to spark this bleasy and then we can get into some news if that's cool with you guys. Um, yeah, sounds like a plan, right? Same shit as always. Ugh. All right. So starting with the CDC, uh, from CNN. Um, they are shortening the, and, and I'm also going off script as usual, you know me, um, but the CDC shortens recommended COVID-19 isolation and quarantine time. Um, essentially, um, we're going from like, I think the initial was like 14 days. You got to take two weeks, you know, you're isolated, you know, you stay in your room, you say like, you know, quarantine, you know, you get your food, you know, slept down to you in the basement type type dealio. And um, and then once you recover from that, you're good to go. Um, then I think, you know, it's kind of been reduced right around kind of like mid Delta, maybe even before that, it was like down to 10. Um, there's probably like some sort of masking or whatever, but like if you're vaccinated and all that, then it's like, yeah, you can go for 10 days and then get back to what you were doing. But now it's been changed from the 10 to five. So essentially you do five days in quarantine isolation. And then and this is like, you know, if you're boosted and everything, um, you um, pretty much after those five days, if you're asymptomatic, then um, you can go on about your, your life. You, you just got to make sure that you're masked, um, you know, a well-fitting mask. Um, which they are, you know, making sure that they reiterate. And also, I think it's implied, too, that they um, want you to wear, like, the N95s. So, like, an actual, like, certified one, not a cloth one. 
Um, and I mean, I think all these little details wind up mattering because I think it's, it's just one of those things where it's like some people are like, okay, cool, great. Um, the CEO of Delta kind of called and asked for these kind of um, changes to be made, you know, as soon as possible, just because, you know, they're being compliant with, um, you know, the mandate, making sure other people are vaccinated, you know, this, that, and the third. But they're like, hey, can we get our people back to work if this Omicron virus uh, variant is, you know, less? And they're saying, well, okay, you know, if, you, if you're only going to be susceptible for one to two days for transmission, then, you know, this kind of makes sense. Um, so, I mean, at least in the scientific way, I feel like it is explained. Um, it's understandable. But I do think at the same time, you know, we are hitting our second surge. Uh, well, not second surge. This is, sheesh. Uh, I mean, we're, we're on our third year now of this pandemic. Let's just say it that way. Um, gosh, I mean, after Delta, I think this is like the third big variant. So, I mean, it just seems pretty sussy <laughs> that we are going to say, hey, let's just, uh, you know, get back to work sooner. You know, let's just get back to things sooner. Um, so I think there is a potential negative aspect of like saying, hey, let's just treat this like it's no big deal. Because, you know, also, too, that people are going to break these rules in bigger ways and minor ways. You know, the people who are not vaccinated who are going to go, OK, well, this applies directly to me the same way. I don't have to worry about it. But it's like, you know, you're potentially dealing with a higher viral load than the other person who doesn't but i mean obviously that part's not scientific you know i'm not a doctor but um you know it's just it's a really weird quasi speculative place but i mean fauci is saying it the cdc is saying it um so i mean it is kind of what it is i think we all kind of have to adapt to the layout um i know if you're a you know pretty much a gig worker um as much as it sucks in a, in a bittersweet way, like it at least allows you to get back to making money sooner. Um, because I, I'm sure you and I both know, like working or being out of work two weeks, being out of work a week and a half, like that shit don't work. That shit, that shit's crippling. So, um, you know, it, it's a, it's definitely a very, like, I feel really mixed about it. Um, but of course, you know, we'll always keep you updated with the COVID news, whether we like it or we don't. Um, I think you guys kind of all know that this is uh, not something that's going to be one and done, but we're going to make moves, you know, hopefully forward. So, you know, there's that. Um, let's see. Uh, I got an update in Cuomo Gate. <laughs> um, essentially, uh, now I got this from ABC7, but Westchester County won't prosecute Andrew Cuomo over alleged unwanted kiss. So I think this is essentially now a stack of things that are now kind of getting said, hey, we're not going to, they're declining to prosecute um, essentially the kiss. And then also when he like grabbed the arm of another, I think staffer or something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of kind of boiling back down to what we were kind of talking and thinking about earlier last year. I guess I got used to saying that. But just, I mean, it just seems like Cuomo's going to slip through this. Like, they're not even really going to try to pursue misdemeanor trial cases. Um, I mean, I think he's going to kind of head, you know, fade, not necessarily fade to anonymity, but I think he is going to get off on this. And this is Andrew Cuomo. Um, as far as Chris Cuomo, any charges or anything like that, um, no, I, I, <laughs> sorry, no updates yet. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's a bummer because when you have a sleazy politician getting away with it, it just sets a bad president precedent. Um, you know, so <sighs> if there is any updates, of course, you know, you know what we gonna do. Um, now this is a story that kind of fell through the cracks for me. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about it and I kind of missed the opportunity on the week. Um, but there's an update, so I decided, hey, let's grab it. Um, got this from ABC News, just the normal um, stock ABC News. Um, but uh, truck driver sentence lowered to 10 years after originally receiving 110 years for fatal crash. Um, so this is in regards to Rogel Aguilera Medeiros. Um Essentially, he had a sentence. He was a truck driver. Um, he was driving. Um, he was doing 85 and a 45. So that's definitely like, you know, no good there. That's definitely a mistake. Um, and it was a situation where he was driving and the brakes on his truck, um, you know, semi truck, you know, failed. And I think there was a potential chance for him to get off of an off ramp. Um, and But in the moment, he just, you know, missed the opportunity, what have you. And uh, I think this result, this uh, accident result, resulted in a lot of uh, loss of life. Um, it was just a really major accident. And um, the judge at the time who initially sentenced him, he was, you know, pretty much saying like, hey, like, I wish I didn't have to do this. But by the statutes of the law, I have to sentence you to 110 years. Like, you know, I definitely uh, let's see. I think I have the quote. Um Um, man, I am missing it. But essentially, though, uh, there was an update and the update was people, you know, have kind of rallied and said, hey, like, this doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem fair. Even the family, like the victims, family of the victims, you know, rallied together and, you know, said, hey, like, we don't feel like this is just as truly being served. Like, you know, we definitely, you know, want a sentence. That's okay. But, you know, we would definitely like you guys to do something and intercede here. So, you know, initially I think there was talks about it being commuted down to 20, 25 to 30 years. And then finally it got resolved down to 10 after all the negotiations about it. So um, let's see, I think I have a quote though from Jefferson County district attorney. Um, Let's see. The length of your 110-year sentence is simply not uh, commensurate with your actions, nor with the penalties handled down, handed down to others for similar crimes. Uh, this, yeah, Polis. Sorry, this is Polis. Um, there is an urgency to remedy this unjust sentence and restore confidence in the uniformity and fairness of our criminal justice system. And consequently, I have chosen to commute your sentence now. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I definitely, when I heard the story initially, I was like, man, that's so fucked up. Yeah, go the governor, Jared Polis, is the one who commuted the sentence or was a part of commuting it. And he said that quote. Um, but essentially, it was cool to see, like, people kind of come together because I'd even watched the video, too, of this guy. Like, there was just tears in his eyes. He was crying. Like, he felt so bad. Like, I think he really did just generally feel bad about just him being, you know, the catalyst for this accident. Um, but also just then knowing too, like, I mean, he's not going to ever get out ever, 
You know what I mean? And this is an accident. Like it's, it's not something where he was drunk. He was high, you know, this is like, and this is something that it, it kind of was jarring for me. Cause I always think too, I drive around in a little clunker, sadly. Um, you know, what would happen if my brakes went out or like, you know, my, something blew out in my car or whatever, like, what am I going to do? You know, how would that go down if I'm in the middle of you know, traffic? And I mean, sadly, I mean, in some ways, when I initially heard this case, I'm like, damn, like, shit, justice system don't give no fucks. You're done. Like, that's, I mean, it's good to know. But it was also good to know, too, that the justice system looked thoroughly into this person's case situation, saw that this is a person who literally just made a mistake while driving. It was a vehicle malfunction more than I think anything. I mean, granted, the speeding, I think, is a big deal, hence why, I mean, he is serving time you know, the 10 years. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was interesting to see this case develop from what it was. I'm glad I got a chance to talk about it. Um, and let's see. Uh, this is kind of the big one, the the big pearl. I was kind of hoping to see fall through the trees and I was glad that it came out in, um, in what I would say, I feel like it should have. Uh, but Jelaine Maxwell convicted of federal sex trafficking charges for role in Jeffrey Epstein abuses. Um, so essentially, um, you know, I've been kind of keeping loose track with it. Hopefully you guys have been going on true and on to me. That was been like the best way to kind of like digest all of this. And, you know, also, you know, just kind of seeing, you know, what else is kind of on the news. Um, I think I also got this from, is this MSNBC? This might be MSNBC, but, um, you know, same, same tomato potato type. Well, it's not the same, but whatever. Uh, essentially though. You know, the case went by a lot faster than expected. I believe in another episode, I said it was going to be about six weeks. That was the prediction. Um, But the prosecution arrested a lot earlier. Um, And I think that was kind of a little bit of a tactical move because it kind of put the defense on the back foot. It also set it up. So it's like, hey, like um, we can wrap this up by Christmas now. Like you literally can. And then the defense really, when they added up all the witnesses they could get and put everything, you know, in action, they wrapped up also pretty quickly. So it was looking like, oh man, we're going to get this done by Christmas. Uh, The jury though, they deliberated a little bit more, looked like they were really taking it seriously, which in some ways you kind of go, oh, okay. So is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing for a guilty verdict or not? Um, I think some people were kind of saying like, oh, like it's kind of better for the defense. Um, because it means that there's someone out there holding out. But then there's also like people saying, oh, well, no, it's kind of good because this, the whole idea of grooming, um, you know, is kind of a hard thing to nail down legally. Um, you know, it's like enticement. And then also just like social traffic, sex, uh, sex trafficking is a little bit easier because it's just more by definition, ba-bow. But they were looking for like a definition of what enticement was. You know, they're really dotting their dotting their eyes, crossing their T's. Um, so it turned out it went past Christmas. Um, and then also Judge Allison Nathan kind of imposed like, hey, like, you know, I'm going to give you guys an extra hour each night. So instead of going home at five o'clock, you guys are going to go home at six. You have the option to. Um, and then also she implored, hey, like the Omicron variant's a really big deal. You know, we're really worried about COVID, you know, also the case dragging on potentially past new year's was a potential issue. So, you know, she was kind of really inferring like, Hey, 
I'm giving you the rune to wrap this up. You guys can also go past um, or go into um, New Year's. And now the jury didn't really want to do that. They kind of said, hey, we'd like to stay at five, you know, yada, 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 you know. And I don't think they wanted to go into New Year's in deliberations. Um, So it did wind up wrapping up. Um, So essentially there was... Gosh, I have the deeds and they're buried for me on which one she didn't she got off of. But um essentially she's facing up to 65 years. Um the one she was not found guilty of was um enticing a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, which carried a five year sentence. So that's the one she got off of. But essentially she's facing up to 65 years. Um she kind of took it on the chin, it seemed like from the reports, like she kind of poured herself a glass of water. Um, I think her attorneys asked, hey, like, um, can she get a booster shot in custody? And uh, I think she looked back at her family, and uh, that was that. Um, now, they are going to file an appeal, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but, I mean, essentially, this wraps up this part. Um, I mean, I think it's kind of a hollow moment uh, because, I mean... I think some people can say, hey, definitely, and, and I agree with this, that definitely Jelaine did things that were equally as criminal as what Jeffrey Epstein did. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, she was actively involved in some of these moments, and then not to mention she was literally the linchpin. She was the person who set it up um, so that Jeffrey could do what he wanted to do to these girls. Um, and like I said, she was an active participant, so I don't, I don't think there's any way around that. But I think it is one of those situations where you get her, but it's like, what about all these other people? Um, you know, right on the heels of the trial ending, you had Alan Dershowitz, um, who is uh, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, one of them, the big one, um, also implicated because he went on to the little island, um, potentially involved in one of the other um, victims who filed charges and complaints um you know he immediately followed up on the heels trying to like just lambast uh the person accusing him and just talking a bunch of shit and yada 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 and it just is a big reminder that there's so many people involved um there is what is his name andrew gosh um he's um across the pond but um it just there's a lot of people involved. I love that Pierce Morgan um was talking hella shit, like, you know, yada yada yada, good thing that she's locked up. And then people showed pictures of them, like him and Jelaine Maxwell just like cheesing together at some book signing. Uh I mean, this shit's just a mess. Um But I mean, like I said, we'll see what shakes out from the tree. Hopefully this is just a continuation of things and not the end. Um, you know, I mean, obviously we'll see exactly what happens with the sentencing with Jelaine. Um, but then, um, on a somber note, um, wanted to talk about Betty White. Uh, she did pass, um, actually, um, you know, on New Year's Eve, I believe. Um, yeah, it was kind of like pretty surreal. Uh, just kind of popped up on my newsfeed. I was like, oh shit. And then you kind of looked like, oh no, it's only like on TMZ. Maybe, maybe not. And it's like, no, no, it's that, that's what's happening. Um, you know, she was going to be a hundred, um, I believe this week this coming week um so it's a shame that she didn't make it but i mean a beautiful life 99 years old um also i wanted to talk about a couple other people too that i've missed uh throughout december uh there was um 
Gloria Jean Watkins, who also went by Bell Hooks, um, a famous feminist writer. Um, I had heard about that kind of just going through news. And then one of my friends had kind of mentioned it as well. And I was like, oh, shit, damn. And I kind of missed that in the, the flurry. Uh, also, they held a state funeral for Archbishop Desmond Tutu today. It's Saturday, the 1st. Um, but he passed away last week. He was 90 years old. Uh, Gloria was also um, 69. Um, so just want to give them flowers. Um, just all three of them, amazing people. And there's other people I missed as well. Uh, good, bad, otherwise. Um, you know, we're not going to get them all, but, you know, we do our best. Um, want to say thank you for tuning in um, to another episode of Now and Then. Um, if you want to hit us up on our socials, uh, we got a Gmail account that's now and then podcast gang at gmail.com. Um, we also have now Brad, that's our Facebook. Twitter is our now underscore um Brad uh username. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then um let's see what else we got. We got an Instagram, that's now and then podcast. I think you can find us that way. Also, if you like chipping in, throw a toss coin to your podcaster. Um, that's down then podcast gang at patreon.com. Uh, five dollars gets your name and a little shout out. So, you know, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great start to your year. Um, I will most likely have another episode coming down the pipe soon. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Love you guys. Be well. Bye. Mwah.